out there in podcast land. Welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one. We crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my co-host, Adam and Maestro. Hello! Hello! This week, we're watching uh, 2015's The Salvation, because Mads Mikkelsen has a new uh, Netflix movie out, The Polar, I believe Polar, Polar, yeah. Which is like his John Wick. Yes. Came out like a week or so ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why we're watching it. He also has another movie that no one's ever going to watch, that no one's ever heard of, yeah. called Arctic. Yeah. Uh, but this movie, The Salvation, is on Netflix. Yes, it is. So you can watch it. Let me tell you who directed it, and we'll move from there. This movie was directed by Christian Levering, and it stars Mads Mikkelsen, Eva Green, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Jonathan Price. So um, for the purposes of this show... Are you going to call Mads Mikkelsen just Mads or Hannibal or uh, Mads, right? Yeah, I think Mads. Okay. Hannibal will e- be confusing in this movie. Okay. E- Eva Green is in here. I don't know. I'm not sure I know who Eva Green is. She was the Bond girl in Casino Royale. Oh. Is that is that it? What did I know for She was else? in um, the second 300 movie, the second Sin City movie. The was she the wife in Dark the- Dark Shadows remake. Oh, the second Sin City. Oh. Any dreadful... Penny Dreadful, yeah. Ooh, that's a good show. Dark Shadows. Was that Johnny Depp? Yeah, that's the movie, Johnny Depp. Yeah, that was a weird one. But also, oh yeah, is she is she, in the movie Dark Shadows? Is she what you're talking about? She's the bad guy. She's the one who curses Johnny oh, Depp. She, oh, yeah, that's Evergreen. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I'm sure you call him Negan. Yes. Okay. He's and, he's full Negan in this one. And Jonathan Price. He's the High Sparrow. High Sparrow. Yeah. So when you hear these terms yeah, in this yeah. episode, that's who we're referring to. Let me hit you with a brief synopsis. We'll go from there. In 1870s America, the fury of a notorious gang leader is unleashed when a peaceful American settler avenges the death of his family. Then, as his cowardly fellow townspeople betray him, he is forced to hunt down the outlaws alone. I ask this every week. Have you ever heard seen this movie before? No, never even heard of it. Maestro? Oh, yeah. I've seen, You've seen I've, I've heard of it. Okay. okay. But Netflix. you've never seen it? No, I, I, it's on my list. Okay. Okay. But you have seen it for yeah, the purposes yeah, yeah, of the show. Yes, okay. that's something okay. It's hard to keep up with you guys. So, yeah, I've never heard of it either. Um, we were supposed to watch something else, and you were like, you messaged me, just watch this. Yeah. <laughs> There's no subtitles in it. No, it's all subtitles. Oh, your version. Yeah, no, the the, the one that I got, the, we were, Exit was what we were going to watch, okay. I think. Uh, and it was just, it was all foreign language. I'm like, I'm not going to read an entire movie. <laughs> So before we continue, that's funny you bring that up. I now watch everything with subtitles. Do you? Yeah. I think listening to podcasts at like 1.6 speed is like fucking with my brain as far as listening to things. Oh, is that right? Because I'll watch like just – like True Detective is back. And me and Sarah okay. watch that every Sunday night. And I'm watching True Detective and I'm like, what the fuck are they saying? They're, <laughs> they're talking slower than the speed of the podcast I listen to. Right. I can, I can focus on. But at normal speed, I'm like, what, what did he say? So I have to turn the subtitle. I think that's messing with my brain huh. on how I listen to things. Okay. Weird. <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah, it, it, I get distracted. It's too distracting. Uh-huh. I'd rather rewind it to find out what they said than uh-huh. be reading the entire thing. Because then at a certain point, mm-hmm. I start focusing so much on not reading it that I'm missing what the movie is. Like I'm, I'm actively trying to avoid uh-huh. seeing the subtitles at the bottom, and that's 
messing with my experience. Now, now I'm not, not I'm not in it anymore. Okay. Yeah, the last movie I saw in theaters was Glass. Mm. And I'm like, there's no subtitles. What am I going to do? Like, everything <laughs> I watch now is subtitles. So I'm sitting there watching Glass, and when Sarah Paulson's giving that big exposition dump of, like, the bars were, were old. I was able to, to bend them, all that stuff. I was yeah. just like, what is she saying? <laughs> I, I'm scared it's going to mess with my brain, dude. Okay. Woo. Maybe start uh, weaning yourself off. Maybe go to 1.4 speed for a while. <laughs> but then when you go to normal speed... They it's so slow. Like Good guys. <laughs> yeah, because if I'm trying to listen to a podcast with Andy in the car, she'll have me slow it. I could, I get to 1.2 at least with her. And that's fine. But even that's just like, oh, this is so terrible. <laughs> this is excruciating. <laughs> so um, I asked, have you ever seen this before? This is a no all around. Um, we're just going to talk about the movie. Like yeah. we just pressed stop on Netflix mm-hmm, and we, mm-hmm. you got your drinks and we're going to talk about it. Yeah. So what would you like to discuss about the movie? Uh, forums open. It's really fucked up. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really, uh, and he was pissed watching it. Like, mm-hmm. why are you making me watch this movie? This guy, he can't catch a break. I thought, so I read the synopsis and I thought going in like his son and wife were going to come home they at least were going to make it to the farm. Yeah. And then the Indians or whoever was going to come and fuck with them, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize halfway to the farm, Yeah, boom, we got you. Yeah. Hey, it's good to finally see you after all these years of not seeing you. <laughs> oh, no. Now you're gone. <laughs> now you're gone. <laughs> I know. I was like, damn. It was, it was brutal. Yeah. It's, it's, it's for as early as the traumatic event happens, the rest of the movie is very slow, though. Mm-hmm. It's until the final showdown. Yes, up, up until there, it's, it's, there's a lot of just like politics being played. Basically, yeah. uh, it, it was interesting seeing Mads in this role because uh, super super non Hannibal, mm-hmm. <laughs> but also the fact that it's it's basically a Western movie with a Swedish guy, which is I, I, I mean I guess it, it would have happened. I just you never see that anywhere else depicted in any kind of cowboy movie. Well, I don't know if you guys noticed this. Well, this this version you said had subtitles. Uh, no, it did not. No, but yes, you could hear English dialogue though, right? When everyone yeah. was talking, yeah, yeah, yeah. the okay. English part, the English part is yeah. So I don't know if you noticed it, but on the opening credits, one of the production companies, yep. was the Swedish Film Council. Yeah, so they or the Dutch, whatever the fuck it is, they they paid for this. Okay, so that's why the hero's like a Dutchman. Okay, I wonder if, if there's any accuracy to that. That like they they came over to the United States to escape probably, and because that that was a real thing the this Dutch Civil War it's called the Second Schleswig War of eighteen sixty four oh that was a real thing okay because every so Amer so here's the here's the thing about America um, America was primarily just the East Coast right um, so the colonies and then they went to the South for cotton and uh, tobacco plantations mm-hmm. so. Other countries control – I sound like Jester here. Other countries <laughs> controlled everything west of the Mississippi. So France controlled like the Louisiana Purchase area. Right. Um, uh, the French also controlled like the north – like Minnesota, North Dakota, all that stuff. Or was that Russian? It was one of the two. Mexico okay. controlled the southwest. Yeah, I guess we put it that way. It makes sense. So what wound up happening was as we bought land and or won wars with Mexico to take their land, all right. I got all this land. Now what do we do? Yeah. I, okay. This is like uh, I won the lotto and I'm, I've am i been used to living into the – how many bedrooms are you in, Adam? Three? Four. Four? Okay. Let's say you won the lotto. 
I bought a 50 bedroom mansion. Yeah. And I'm used to living in a four bedroom. Yeah. Now what do I do with these 46 other rooms? Yeah. Well, now you got all these states to fill. So they encouraged people, hey, why don't you get on the boat and come on over to America, settle out west, build a house, start your own business, become okay. a farmer. So they encouraged everybody to come from, from, from Europe, from Asia, from everywhere because they needed bodies in the country for that tax money. Dude. Right. Okay. But, but now – we got to build a wall. Now no yeah. one else is allowed to come in. We're, we're at full capacity. Did he at one point say the wall was going to be see-through? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. He did say that, right? Yeah. What, what, like, he's talking about being transparent in, in the way that we build it or like it's literally going to be transparent? <laughs> I don't know. What kind of wall is that then? Plastic. Glass. Right. Pla- plastic. I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, Dutch, the Dutch came, the Italians came, the Germans, the the Greek, everybody came to America. So coming out west, it was people who left the prejudices of the East Coast, okay. you know, the elites right. of the of the of the coast. They want to go out west and get away from all that. So there were little Dutch town. That's why um, in Pennsylvania there was a lot of Germans. Because they left the racist New York City to go to Pennsylvania. Okay. In Minnesota, it's all like Nordic people, like the Viking countries, because they all wanted to leave the racist, prejudiced uh, Manhattan. So, sorry. That's the history of the country. Okay. I think. If I'm wrong, whatever. That's fine. I'm Here's. pretty sure that's that's what happened. So, uh, was the whole point of this movie... A, a land grab for oil is is, is that yeah because the, the last scene they it pulls out and you got all these and it's oil things oil, yeah. but those weren't there the rest of the movie right we, or we didn't see them they were it wasn't obvious at least so you find out in this movie that um that the high sparrow he's the mayor of this town yeah he is him and negan it's mainly negan yeah they're working to get uh negan is buying up all the land He's terrorizing people, getting the land, and then he's selling it to the oil company. He's selling it to um, – what's his name? Uh, Daniel Plainview. He's selling it to like the Daniel Plainviews from There Will Be Blood of the World. I didn't realize that that was an, that was an oil company that yeah, he was talking an, to. Yeah. Those oh, guys are oil companies. Okay. So they're buying the land cheap. That way they now have all the oil that's under their land. That's why that lady tells them, don't drink from the well. Has that that, that black water. Yeah. It's oil. Yeah. Okay, I missed that whole part of the beginning of the movie. But why do they need all the land? Can't they just drink the milkshake from across the other? <laughs> well, they don't have that yet. Okay, this is still the eighteen hundreds. Oh, okay, the the milkshake comes in in like the nineteen hundreds. Oh, all right. <laughs> I love that reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this. So yeah, this is real life. Like Standard Oil would come in and just fuck people out of their lands for the oil underneath them. Wow. They'd buy, and there will be blood. That's what Daniel Plainview does. He right. comes in, he's like the salesman yeah. with his little kid. I just, I just didn't realize that that's what Negan was basically doing. Yeah, he was working with the oil okay. uh, companies for a cart. They're making like a cartel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've never, so I, I stopped watching The Walking Dead when the governor came around. Oh, oh wow. So I've never seen Negan. So he's amazing. What's his deal in The Walking Dead? Since he, you said he's very Negan like in the. He's, he's just the like, a, he's like a dictator. Basically, okay. he, he's he's the leader of the um, the saviors is the name of his group of people, and he runs a very tight ship. And he's like he is a god to these people. He has them all brainwashed to a certain mm-hmm. point where everybody calls themselves Negan, like uh, I am Negan, I am Negan. No, we are all Negan. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And uh, he he just 
he takes from people. Like he gets Rick's crew, and he's basically like, "You work for me now. I'm going to take half of everything you get, and you're going to thank me for it." <laughs> kind of thing. Or I'm going to kill some of you. In fact, I'm going to kill some of you first, so you know I'm I'm serious. So that's when he killed Glenn. Yeah. Okay. He kills he, he kills them off, and like, all right, now you work for me. Was like, that the whoa, whoa, whoa. first episode they introduced him? Negan. Yeah. So the first time you ever see this guy, he kills Glenn. He he kills Holy somebody. Shit. Yeah, I know. And then yeah. you don't know who it is. Yeah, because the season finale, man, that was a uh, whoo. Because you keep hearing about Negan for like for like the first part of, or last oh, half of so that season. Talk about yeah. Negan, okay. and then they finally finally meet Negan, and he just comes out and he fucking kills, and it's like wow. He, he's he's so good at being bad that I like him. Yeah. <laughs> He's so good to be mad at him. Yeah. It's like, I can't be mad at him. He's just so good at it. Uh, but it's it's very much, I'm going to take what's mine. You're going to do what I say, or there's going to be consequences. So that's how he is in The Walking Dead, Yeah, like in this right. movie. He comes up, uh, somebody killed my brother and a, and a friend of his. I'm going to need two of your people to make up for that. You can either find those two men, yeah. or I'm going to have to take two of your yeah. own. Or I'm going to take four. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 so that's, that's a super Negan. Okay. That's a super Negan way of dealing. Okay. Like, uh, I, I need... Uh, two truckloads full of food to take back with me. We got one and a half. Oh, well, that's close. Bang! Kills the guy. <laughs> All right, we'll call it even. Dang. <laughs> well, in this movie, he kills the four people, and he goes, ah, something still doesn't feel right. Yeah. Because well, they give him a cripple, and then old oh, lady is like, that doesn't count. Yeah. That counts as one and a half person. Let <laughs> me kill that guy, too. That's the lady's husband who who who... Yes. Takes Mads in yes. when he when he escapes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So Negan's great. I he I mean in, in this he's 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 the same kind. Of, he's more douchey in this, less likable than the Negan in Walking Dead. Somehow I don't know I don't know why. So in The Walking Dead, he's kind of likable. He's he's likable, but like not for good reasons. I don't know. I'm not sure why I like him. So he's like. <laughs> so he's like Ric Flair. Like this guy's a piece of shit, but like I like how he's just strutting, like yes. limousine riding, jet flying, okay. like that whole thing. Yes, he's kind of like that. Like yeah. you, you're supposed to hate him, but yep, you, you see something in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just charming, and he's got a big smile as he's being a dick. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but yeah. And he was the comedian in the Watchmen movie. Yes, which they're bringing as a show to HBO. Oh yeah, the Watchmen. Ooh. But it's not. They're not. It's not a faithful adaptation. It's a remix. So they're taking some huh. elements of the original story and they're changing it up a little bit. So um, uh, Simon Gruber is the old Ozymandias in the show. I, I don't. I don't uh, know who Ozymandias. Ozymandias is like the, the the He's the hero. Did you watch Watchmen? Oh yeah. He's the hero. It's been a while. Though. Who's secretly behind the whole thing? Like he's he's the actual bad guy. But he's a hero. Oh, okay. So in the comic and in the story and in the movie, he's like a young guy. But in this show, because it's a remix of Watchmen, they're not following it f- like as a faithful adaptation. Uh, Simon Gruber is the old man Ozymandias. Okay. Oh. So they're taking elements. and But uh, anyway. The, if it's got Simon Gruber, I'm, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> well, the, Watch- <laughs> the Watchmen TV show, it's uh, being run. The guys who made Game of Thrones, this is their next show. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Good, good, good. Mm-hmm. So there's three people in this movie who are all from the world of James Bond. 
don't know if you guys know. Oh that. no! So the mayor of the town, Jonathan Price, the High Sparrow. Right. He was the bad guy in one of the Pierce Brosnan James Bond movies. Oh. Mads Mikkelsen is Le Chief. Right. The the with the weeping eye. The, yeah. The blood eye in Casino Royale. The, and, the 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 testicle with the thing in the chair. Yeah. Yeah. And Eva Green is the first <laughs> Bond girl for Daniel Craig. She's the one. She's the. She's his Bond girl. So that's also Casino Royale, isn't it? That's also Casino Royale. Okay. So there's three people in this world from the the James Bond. All right. Mythos. So. In James Bond, Evergreen was dating Mads? No. Evergreen wa- worked for MI6, but she was like an accountant or something. Okay. So he had to enter the poker tournament that Mads oh, entered. okay. So it's not the girl that he screws uh, and then leaves Mm-mm. on the beach or something? No. Okay. No. Evergreen's the main one. So when she gets murdered, when you find out that, she's a sp- that she works for Mads' criminal organization... In Quantum of Solace, he's avenging her death. Okay. Which carries over into Skyfall. Which All carries right. into Spectre. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember the last one I saw. It's all right. That's fine. So she was a mute in this one. Eva Green? Yes. She's very pretty. I like her. She's very, yes. very attractive. Absolutely. Eva Green? Mm-hmm. She's very hot. Yep. Very good. She's a mute in here, and she's also an accountant. She's a bookkeeper in this role, too. Yeah. So she was married to the guy that rapes Mads' wife. Yes. He And he also just got out of jail. Yes. Well, I don't get the connection. I don't see it either. So this guy gets out of jail. He takes over the carriage ride in which Mads is bringing his family back to his farm. Uh-huh. Uh, he gets drunk and like, hey, I'm going to get a piece of that. Uh-huh. And uh, Mads doesn't do a, a, enough, I think, to, to stop this. his family? Yeah. yeah. A lot of it's – he's like – he's got his hand up her dress. He's like, stop that. Please stop, stop it. That. Please stop. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, th- I don't know why he hesitated so much. He had the gun on him. Yeah. Like, that's it. Game over, man. <laughs> boom, boom. Wild West. But then he did the trick where she bit him and then he kicked – that guy's gun out of the booth. Yeah. So then, and then, and then that's that's what I mean. Now he's got the gun on him, and he's got him like dead to rights. You get out of the now. You get out of the carriage. Yeah. Instead of uh, hey, uh, hey, son, go pick up that gun over there close to the bad guy. <laughs> and now the son gets grabbed. Yeah. And it's like, what are you gonna do now, hot shot? Yeah. Shoot. Shoot, shoot the hostage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just start shooting. Yeah. Then no, he just, then he just gets out of the thing, and then he chases down the carriage. He finds him and he kills him very quickly. Yeah, which I would not have done. Uh, it would have been I wouldn't have used the gun first of all. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe shot the guy in the leg first mm-hmm. and then taken my time. <laughs> oh, Hannibal like yes, in a Hannibal like way. Yes, I found my dead son. I'm assuming my wife is also dead. Yeah. Oh, you you're gonna pay for a very very long time. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be drawn out. I'm gonna make you eat yourself. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what, what? 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 Yep. Hannibal style. Oh wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, that's almost. Great, that's more like that, Saw, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great death. Oh, well, he doesn't die. He just gets disfigured. That's great. How he poisons. What's the guy's name? He runs the meat company. Verger. Verger. Yeah. That's so great. The way he 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 doesn't poison him. He gets him high. Yep. So he starts like cutting his face off. He becomes very impressionable. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, why you go eat your nose? Okay. Okay. <laughs> and that's Oldman in the Hannibal movie. 
Oh, is that right? Yeah, that's Gary Oldman. Uh, oh, Verger nice. In the Hannibal movie. Cool. Uh, yep, definitely watching that one too. Yeah. Yeah. So his family's dead. He kills the guys too quickly, I think, and then goes back about his life. Like, all right, uh, I'm out. He, just, he tries to go sell his, his, his property for nothing. At, yeah. his, at this point, he finds out that the, the girl that got kicked out of the cab basically squeals on him. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, that's the guy. He was with their brother last time we saw him. So now he gets he gets kidnapped. I thought for, for a second, I thought his own brother had something to do with it. Because the kid's like, why isn't Uncle So-and-so riding with us? Oh, he likes to stay in town, if you know what I mean. I thought for just a second, I oh. thought his brother had something to do with it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because like, hmm, why isn't the brother riding with him? Because okay. if he had his brother with him, none of the shit would have happened, I think. Well, also, maybe not enough room in the carriage. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Like, trans- the transportation back then was a carriage. You're, you're sitting across from two complete strangers, and you're just like, yeah. hey. That's the uh, Uber, Uber share. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uber pool, that's what it's called. Yeah. Well, so what, do you, what are your guys' thoughts on Westerns? Do you like them or no? It depends. I mean, honestly, they can be really good westerns, and they can be really bad westerns. It really depends on the acting, the portrayal of the characters, and how like, and how transparent they are. I don't see a lot of westerns actually. I don't think really? about it. They don't make them a lot anymore. Okay, how about let's let's go with the the most one of the most famous ones. Uh, Back to the Future Three. Go, no, Tombstone. <laughs> Tombstone. Uh huh. I think I saw it once a long time ago. How about Young Guns? No. You know who's in Tombstone? Uh, your, your boy. Uh-huh. Also, uh, Val Kilmer. Mm-hmm. I'll be your uh, Huckleberry. Jeff Bridges? No. No, not the dude. No? I don't know. Kurt Russell secretly directed that movie. Ooh. Because the director got fired halfway through. And <laughs> no one knew what to do. So Kurt stepped in like, I can help. And All he right. wound up directing half of that fucking thing. All right. Yeah. Tommy Jones? No, he's not in it. I don't know. See, I don't know. Obviously, I haven't seen it. Well, one of my favorite movies is The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. And okay. It's a spaghetti western. It's Clint Eastwood, Lee Van Cleef, uh, and uh, what's his name? Um, the Ugly. Fucking, what's his name? Eli Wallach. Westerns are ch- generally slow. Okay. I guess because life was slow back then. Yes, this movie was slow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually like this movie a lot. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I thought, uh, well, I enjoy westerns. Okay. Well, this, so this fits the bill of like a typical like revenge western. Well, that's the thing about it, though. I don't really, I'm not sure if it's exactly because it's based upon a western because I've watched quite a few movies from out of the country. One of them was, I think, called The Snowman with Fassbender. Or I think that's. Oh, that's not a western. That's No, it isn't. That's like a crime. Uh, yeah, it's a crime horror or whatever. Yeah, it's like but, a thriller. Yeah, but it's slow. I'm wondering if it's not based upon the fact that it's a Western, but based upon the fact that it's from a different country with a different type of ideal set for what is a good for a good film. Oh, it's not targeted at Americans, yeah, because we're we're much more fast paced. <laughs> that you could say it like that, or impatient, want. I guess would there. be a better word. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Right. You see, I'm trying to think of Westerns that I've seen, and I got honest to God, Back to Future Three. That's uh, not a Western. Shanghai Noon. <laughs> This is uh, okay. Shanghai Nights, you mean? Or Shanghai Nights? No, whatever. Shanghai Nights was in London. Yeah, Shanghai, oh, Shanghai, Shanghai Nights was a sequel to Shanghai sorry. Noon. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, if you honestly, I would not say I would say you should watch Tombstone because I think you'd enjoy it. 
It's about the shootout at the OK Corral. Yeah. yeah. It's Doc I, Holliday and all I, that. I remember Doc Holliday dying or, or being in the process of dying for a good part of the movie. I'm, so I'm pretty sure I've seen it, but I don't remember anything about it except for Val Cumber. Bill Paxton's in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Also, um, Sam Elliott. The guy from okay. the, the guy from uh, he he screams western just yeah. looking at his oh, face yeah. yeah yeah I mean if he doesn't need it then I'm I'm a little concerned yeah I know what from, did I just see him in from Sideways oh uh, you saw him in um, Ghost Rider Ugh, yeah that's right from Sideways not Giamatti but his friend the actor friend he's okay. in it Thomas okay. Hayden Church oh, okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know you know it's one western I think you would uh, you would like have you ever seen The Quick and the Dead. I think so. I, I mean, I might need a little bit more extra information on that movie. So it was directed by Sam Raimi, who did Evil Dead, the Evil Dead movies. He did mm-hmm. the, spy, the first three Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. Okay. They Drag Me to Hell. Mm-hmm. It's a Western, and it stars... Now, this came out in 1995, okay? Okay. Here's the cast. Sharon Stone, Gene Hackman, Russell Crowe, Leonardo DiCaprio, Keith David, Gary Sinise... Um, uh, the guy from Sons of Anarchy, Bobby, the little short fat guy, Bobby okay. from Sons of Anarchy. And then it's, it's just a bunch of character actors like, oh, I know that guy. I know that guy. It's about Gene Hackman. He He's like the Negan of this town. Okay. He runs this town and he's got a whole group of goons who help him run this town. So every year he holds a, a quick draw tournament. So this stranger who it's supposed to be like the man with no name, the Clint Eastwood character. But with Sharon Stone. So this woman who has no name rides into town. She's like, I want to enter the tournament and Sharon Stone. Oh. Leonardo DiCaprio is Gene Hackman's son who owns like a, a shop in town. So all the best gunfighters from around the, the country go to this this tournament. And then you find out that Russell Crowe, he used to be a priest. But then he murdered a guy to protect uh, his land or something. And then you find out that Leo hates his dad, Gene Hackman. So he's entering the tournament because he wants a piece of the old man. And you find out that Sharon Stone's in the tournament because Gene Hackman killed her dad. Okay. I, lo- I love that about sheriffs. It's always revenge. It's always like, you killed my pa 20 years ago and I'm back for revenge. All right. I also like the simplicity of westerns. Okay. It's just me and a gun versus you. How about and a gun? How about Deadwood? Did you, did you watch oh, that? Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a show, but it's a western. Yeah. I love Deadwood. I, I feel like that might be my you. That would entrance. be a good entryway yeah. into westerns. Okay. You should watch Deadwood. All right. I give it a shot. <laughs> so if you don't like westerns, I get why you wouldn't like this movie, or why you would find it slow. I get yeah, it. I get it. Okay. So let's see what else we got. Uh, we got the High Sparrow being kind he's, of he's the mayor of the town, and he's the Undertaker, right? Yeah, it seems that way. <laughs> well, in these old western towns, the mayor was usually like something else. He was the priest yeah. and the mayor, the sheriff and the mayor. So is he a nice guy or is he a dick? The High Sparrow? Yeah. I think he's very High Sparrowy. Okay. in this role. Because he was like all like... He's not to be trusted. He was all chummy with with Mads at the beginning. Uh-huh. Like, oh, hey, take care of yourself. And then, uh, oh, you're about to die? Let me take you. Let me rob you. For all yeah, let me take your boots. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm assuming he went to take the money because that's, that's where the money was in the boots. Uh-huh. That's why he asked for the boots to get his $150 back. Yeah. Sure. How much did he sell? Two hundred, right? One fifty. One fifty. That's a lot of money back then. Want to know how much that was back then? Oh. I can do an inflation calculator. All real right, quick. fantastic. One hundred fifty dollars, right? Yeah. Okay, so one hundred fifty dollars in. What year was this? Eighteen seventy. Okay, so this inflation calculator is from eighteen hundred to now, from eighteen seventy to twenty seventeen is the final fiscal year. 
1870 is equivalent to $3,000 today in today's money. Okay. You also have to come into context that that's based upon inflation, not also on prices about things. Yeah. Like, for instance, how much a house was worth back then? It was a lot less than 100 bucks. Didn't he say I, we bought the land for $200 or something? Yeah. He said that's less than half of what I got. So 300 Yeah. About 300 so, so 6000 is what he paid for the so land. So let's say, let's say it was 350 Okay. that him and his brother bought the land for. That's $7,000? Yeah. $6,800. Yeah. All that's right. how much the and this is not just a small amount of land. This is a large amount of land. How many acres did you say the movie was? Yeah, do you think? Well, was? I, I, I don't remember. Uh, the town's about to go broke because they're paying one hundred fifty dollars a month to Negan. Yeah, for protection. Yeah. So he's extorting the town. Yeah. Because that's what extortion is. The mafia right. goes to your little shop and like, hey, there's guys out there worse than me who are going to come in here. If I was used, I'd yeah. pay me to protect mm-hmm. right. you from guys like that. That's extortion. <laughs> Okay, so so Negan now wants revenge for his brother, uh, which is married to his accountant. Yes. Which he eventually ends up raping, right? Uh-huh. Well, that's his new girl. Yeah. But she, he falls in love with her while he's raping her? Uh-huh. That's <laughs> weird. Yeah. Yeah. So she tries to split, uh, gets caught, comes back. All right, now everybody else, you can, and I, now everybody gets to rape her. Mm-hmm. And then kill her when you're done. Yeah. Right. See, there's not a lot happening. That's the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, now uh, Mads gets uh, he, he gets free because his brother gets out, and then he gets taken care of by those people. Comes back. And there's a big shootout at the end. Yeah, which I liked. That was a cool shootout. Yeah. That's basically <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the movie. That's it. Pretty much. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't a lot here to grab onto. Just like this, this is the story. This is what's happening, and it moved along, and then now it's over. No twists, no turns. I mean, the only twist is uh, his family dies in the first scene. Is it just me, or is it that the Mads d- deliberately kills the people one at a time? No, that uh, you're talking about the shootout. Yeah, that's just how it is in all westerns. You can only really take people out. One at a time. Well, I thought I was doing it methodically. You know, like he's like, that's for, yeah, that's for that. That's for no, that. That's for that. That's just how it was back then. Because your 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 pistols were only limited to two shots, right? And then your 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 actual revolver was only six shots. Yeah, it can't be a giant shootout. Mm-mm. This is not uh, three amigos. <laughs> is that a western? That's a western, right? Yeah, that's a western. Yeah. Technically. You know, it's a yeah, western. I think. <laughs> You know, it's another good Western that I really like. It's actually a remake of a Western. 310 to Yuma with Russell Crowe oh, and Christian Bale. I saw that. That's a good one. That's oh, about so a, you've seen that one. That's about a train, right? Yeah, he has to transport um, He has to transport Christian Bale has to transport Russell Crowe, who's an outlaw, to the 310 to Yuma, the train that's coming in at 310 o'clock. Yeah. See, I don't even remember that movie either. I, I, I know that I saw it, uh-huh. but it's, it's already gone. Okay. <laughs> I remember there's a train. That's it. Let me, let me let me look up westerns that I think you might like. <laughs> Bet, best and they have to be post 1990. Right? I don't know if that's if, if that's if that's a a good search result refinement. Well, here's the thing. The western was the most popular movie up until like the 60s. I'm sure they're just super easy to make and cheap to shoot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, so 
they were the they were the most so people are saying are the superhero movies going to be like the western where they were everywhere and then people just got burned out and they completely vanished i hope so yeah uh, blazing saddles that's a western right comedy yeah. okay see i haven't seen an actual real western is, is what i'm thinking have you seen django django that's a western okay that oh. one was that one was fine though <laughs> that may have been christopher waltz though what about true grit never saw it. the remake with the dude country for old men yeah, that's like a modern western. Yeah, that's it's not a true. If that's a western, western, then so is Last Man Standing with Bruce Willis. So in that case, I have seen that western. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see what else they have. Dances with Wolves. Never saw it. Uh, I saw the remake Avatar. Oh, that's not it. <laughs> you hurt me with these words. <laughs> no, the actual Avatar, the blue, the blue people. Oh, 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 okay. Not the Last Airbender. Okay, so you didn't inherently try to. Mm-hmm. Unforgiven is one is a good one with that one best picture okay. with Clint Eastwood, Morgan Freeman, Gene mm-hmm. Hackman. Yeah, it's a pretty good movie. True Grit has um, the dude in it, right? I know, it, I know it exists, and I also heard that he carried on that character to R.I.P.D. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> it's a prospector. You should watch uh, High Noon. Okay, that's the movie. The well, it looks like Gary. Uh, it looks like John Wayne's not riding off the sunset with Gar- with Grace oh. Kelly at the end of this one. Okay, that was Gary Cooper, asshole. All right, they're also saying on but it's the, in black and white. Though. They're also uh, saying on Google that The Revenant is considered a western. Yeah, it is the Leo one. Okay, mm-hmm. it's in the West. Yeah, it's cold. I would start with Deadwood. Okay, since yeah. you like shows, yeah, yeah, it's an HBO show, so you know it's going to be good. Plus, it has that guy from uh, John Wick in it, right? Oh yeah, Ian McShane. Yeah, and Timothy Timothy Oliphant is the, yes. the main guy too. Yeah, I like I like like that guy. Mm-hmm. Justified is that that's another Western show? Yeah, okay. he's pretty much he, same character, right? He's pretty much the same character in Deadwood. Good. All right, yeah. so I'll start with those two and see see if I have any urge to watch any more westerns after that. You probably won't. No. Yeah. <laughs> but my whole thing with westerns, like I said, I just like the simplicity of them. You know, it's they don't have like technology to help save the day. It's just it's just me and my me and my gun. Can I be the hero and save the day? Okay. It's always the hero beating the bad guys. Underdog. Wow, wow, Wes. <laughs> See, these are all fake westerns that I'm watching. <laughs> fake westerns. <laughs> They're westerns with a different take on it, like a yeah. different spin. Well, that's steam. That's a steampunk western. Yeah. I, I I'm fascinated by steampunk technology. How ever? No, just like how because uh, steampunk technology is supposed to be like new, like advanced technology for the West, and that stuff like fascinates me. I heard, uh, shit, Silent Bob, Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith was on an episode of How Did This Get Made, and he was talking about why Wild Wild West got, was made because the director of that movie was trying to make. Uh, I think Superman with Nick Cage at the beginning. Oh, and the he, producer of the movie. Yeah. And he said he wanted a giant spider in it. And he was like, no, we're not having Superman fight a spider. That's mm-hmm. that's stupid. And then later on, that's why the spider is in Wild Wild West because he finally got he, – he had it in his mind. I need yeah. a giant spider. So that story <laughs> – yeah, that story is from um, An Evening with Kevin Smith. Have you ever seen that? No. I think you would enjoy it. You should download it. Okay. It's called An Evening with – so this is back when Kevin Smith – this came out our senior year in high school, like 2001, 2002. This came out he, – he went on different uh, colleges to give Q&As. 
Okay. So, so now he he has like a million podcasts and he has like he does all these speaking tours and stuff. But back then, you never really like heard from this. So guy. Who, who was he at that? Was he just Silent Bob at that he point? He was Kevin Smith, the director, just doing a Q and A. Huh. So you can ask him anything. So some of the questions are like, "Hey, when you made Clerks, what was it like?" Do, do, and he'll answer. And some people will just be like, "Hey, I think you're fat." And he's like, "Okay, cool. You got a real question? Like, like it's anything you want to ask him." And wow. he's actually really funny in him. Like he could have done stand up like in another life. That's how funny he is. Okay. So that story, the Superman story, is in an even with Kevin Smith. Okay. You should watch it. It's, it's right. really good. But now because of all the podcasts. Now everybody knows who he is, and it's like, uh, whatever, I'm tired of him. Okay. But like back then, like you never heard from him. Like you didn't okay. really know him. Interesting. And then you, this came out. But yeah, Wild Wild West. You know who's in Wild Wild West? You've seen it before, right? Yeah. Uh, do you know who the butcher is? Remember, it's that one like yeah. general, the, I'm the butcher, that guy. Yeah, I remember that He character. works for the guy in the wheelchair. Okay. You mean the guy with the ear thingy? Yeah. Yeah. got the ear thingy. You know who that is? No. Oh, wait. Was you a great, oh, great big fan? <laughs> that does sound like him. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, James Gum. All right. Buffalo Bill. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait. Do you sound like a great big fat person? <laughs> Man, if only the Hannibal show went to Science of the Lambs, we yeah. would have got Buffalo Bill. What do you mm. think the TV Buffalo Bill would have been like? Ooh. We definitely would have got more backstory. Yeah. Who could it have been? Oh, Jay. I would just like to see a, a McConaughey. <laughs> all right, all right. As Buffalo Bill. Yeah, that would be interesting. Is it because you watched Rain of Fire and saw him in a different perspective? Now you want to see what he's capable of No, now? well, okay. Because I, 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 I started watching True Detective, and he, he, he's, oh. got, he's got that look with the hair. Did you finish True Detective? No. In fact, I don't think I finished the first episode. Oh. True, <laughs> well, True Detective is back. Season right. three. I heard one was great... Two sucked, and three's like an apology for two. But three is good now. Yeah. That's like, what, three I, is I, really yeah, good. That's what it's like. So three's like in the middle between as far as level of goodness. Uh, I like three a lot because one has to do with like supernatural. Is it is it like supernatural what's going on here? Okay. This one, the crime is a brother and sister were taken from their home. The brother's body was found, and no one knows where the sister is. Is, is the whole series about one crime? No. So season one is the McConaughey and Woody Harrelson crime. Yeah. Season two. Yeah, no, but I'm saying is, is, is one crime, the, the, the entire first season is based on around one crime. One crime. Okay. Then season two, it's a completely different setting, different city, different actors, different characters. Right. That one, Vince Vaughn's like a, he's like the kingpin, like he's buying up all this like real estate. Okay. That's the whole plot. People were like, Wow, supernatural like crime and occult killings, and then it goes to like I'm buying all the land. Oh, okay. It's like oh well, that's not fun. That's and then this true. season, it's more of like, is it like an occult thing? What's happening here? It's more back in that world. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. Okay. Baker. Right. <laughs> I think we're we're done with the movie already. Yeah, I guess we are. Pretty much. Is there anything else we want to talk about? Not really. About Mads Mikkelsen or anything? Or how about Eva Green? No, I mean she was she was hot. You should She's see. Yeah, you should see her in Penny Dreadful, dude. Whole. I tried to watch goodness. that movie, uh, that show, and I, I couldn't get into it. You don't it. like horror. It's a like a love letter to like Victorian horror. Wait, I'm thinking about something else then. Yeah, you are. You probably got Peaky Blinders. That's what I'm thinking. Peaky yeah. Blinders. Yeah. That sucks. No, Penny Dreadful is a whole different Penny movie. Penny Dreadful is it? it has like Dracula and the Frankenstein monster oh. and all this stuff. Yeah. 
Oh, his- okay, yeah. I remember you were talking about this at one point in my show. Yeah, so that's a good show. Okay. That one's good. And oh, well, she's the main character in that one. All right, one of the main that. characters in that one. Yeah. Well, it's her. Well, she is Penny Dreadful. Okay. Yeah. She's a title character. Yes. Yes. So you liked it what, just because it was slow? No. Probably I, not because, because it was simple? Yeah. I mean, I like I like westerns in general. This is a very typical western where it's a revenge flick where someone did me wrong, so now I'm going to go fight the big bad. The, the bad guys in westerns are always the guys who run the whole town. Everyone's maybe, scared of them. Maybe that was my problem because I, I love reve- revenge movies. Mm-hmm. But this one really wasn't revenge. It, 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 it came across like this is going to be a revenge movie. Yeah. But he gets his revenge like in the first five minutes. And now it's just that kind of like <laughs> uh, survival. It's not revenge at all. That's true. Wait, I just thought of something. Would you consider season one of Westworld a Western? <laughs> ah, yeah. Okay. I like that kind of Western. With robots. <laughs> So the man in black, uh, the Ed Harris, yeah, the man in black, he is like he's like an amalgamation of like five different Western villains. Okay, like he's the bad from the good, the bad, the ugly. He's the original man in black from the Westworld movie. He's he's like every Western bad guy thrown into one. So if you like him, which you do, yeah, in the show, absolutely, that's pretty much every bad guy in a Western. All right. I'll see. I'll see. Uh, so you have seen westerns? They're just not, <laughs> yeah, typical quote right. unquote westerns, right? Okay. So I don't know if I can handle a real western then. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. There's no flying cars or robots yeah. or <laughs> steampunk spiders. <laughs> well, what kind of western is this? <laughs> uh, yeah. Makes me gonna want to watch Polar though. Polar is good. Yeah. It's on my list. Mm-hmm. So, is uh, was it like seeing Mads as a good guy? It was. It was weird. Uh, yeah. Just seeing him basically powerless was a little off-putting because as as Mads mm-hmm. from Hannibal or even from uh, Doctor Strange, he's like this more powerful being, and to see him just kind of as a regular person <laughs> just was 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 weird. Mm-hmm. I li- I enjoyed him with facial hair though. I did I did yeah. like that. He does look cool. Yeah, facial hair just looks good on everybody. I even, I even like the Bruce Willis with the facial hair and uh, and glass. Yeah, he had a pretty nice beard. Yeah, I'm like yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. You know you know who you know who'd be uh, a good uh, you know how he would do the Gruber the missing Gruber like mm-hmm. we said the missing Gruber sister. Yeah, who would you rather have as the third Gruber brother? Mads Mikkelsen or Christoph Waltz? Oh, that's a good, good question. I don't know why. That just came to me. Oh, no. How would they play him? Yeah. They'd be two different ways to play him. Yeah. I could see Mads being more Simon. Yeah. Ooh. And I guess Christoph could be more like Hans, like kind of funny. Yeah. Like I like you you could see Christoph doing a line like the the I like to see I read about him in Time magazine. I like to see Christoph Waltz only because I think that would be a better pairing against Bruce Willis. Okay. There'd be the 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 repertoire between them I think would be uh, much more fascinating. Okay. 
Okay. I think that's pretty yeah. much it about the Salvation movie. Yeah. This podcast is like the movie to slow. <laughs> There's really not much meat, that's all. <laughs> yeah, not not a lot of meat. Well, I enjoyed it. I thought this was a nice find, Adam. Okay. When I was done watching it, I'm like, that was nice. All right. Well, then you're welcome. <laughs> that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them. We have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? Start with the good. Okay. Then the bad. And the ugly. And the ugly. All right. That, that's Quentin Tarantino's favorite movie of all time. <laughs> the good, the bad, the ugly. Okay. It's like three and a half hours long. It's fucking long. Enjoy. Oh, boy. I don't think I'm going to make that one. I don't think you would like that one. <laughs> you, you think this is slow. Oh, the, the opening shot of the good, the bad, the ugly, the camera's like this, right? It's just showing like the, the, the planes. And the camera cuts to just an old man who's staring at the camera like this, just staring. And the camera moves further. This At this pace, it goes further, 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 further to get his whole body. And it's just him walking slow, slow, slow. And then two other guys come on frame slow, slow, oh my goodness. slow. It takes like three minutes for them to walk into the bar and they all get, they all get shot up by the ugly. That's the <laughs> opening scene. That's how fast all everything is. Fantastic. I don't think you can make yep, it. I'm not going to do that. Okay, uh, Kyle Smith of the New York Post says, Mickelson's icy stare and a strong finale make the film makes the film worth a go. He does have a stare. He does have a good stare. Yeah. Uh, I, ooh, ooh, how about this? Ocean's 14, you got to rob a casino owned by Mads. Oh, uh, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, but you couldn't kill anybody. He doesn't have to kill anyone. He's just, he's just be like... He's just be smarter than everybody. Yeah. He, he'd be... Oh, no. He has to steal from Christoph Waltz, who owns the the casino. Okay. But Mads is a security consultant. So it's Mads with his arms crossed, giving the ISIS yes. there. Like, I predict that that man right there works for the crew of, te- of so-and-so. Yeah. That'd be good. Okay. I like it. I like that. Mm-hmm. Those two need to be in a movie together. <laughs> they, yes, they should. Yeah. They're both from across the pond. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think Mads is Dutch or something. Probably. And then Christoph is German, British, some somewhere around German. There? German, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the next good review: Bilge Ebiri of the New York Magazine says the salvation is visually beautiful, morally drawn, morally down and dirty, and simplistic. But it's marked by two haunted, quiet performances from stars Mads Mikkelsen and Eva Green, who make an otherwise predictable slog worthwhile. Huh. Wow, slog. <laughs> uh, finally, Nick Shager of the Village Voice says Two Bond villains and Eva Green walk into a western And they emerge with a rugged, if far from revolutionary Old school horse opera, horse opera throwback Oof. That's why I said it's, it's like an old school western huh? uh, The bad reviews now Joe McGovern of Entertainment Weekly says The movie is boringly violent and glum But as a mute widow with a killer glare The the Inimitable Evergreen provides its one shard of campy color. She's got a good stare, too, actually. Mm-hmm. Yes, she does. Oh, my goodness. She'd be a good Gruber sister. Yeah, okay. I can see that. Yeah. If you see her in Penny Dreadful, you go, like, oh, my God. Yeah. 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 I will she's, check it out. She's great in that. Betsy Sharkey of the LA Times says, the story drifts and the pacing drags, failing to gather much steam until the final moments. Yes. And finally, <laughs> Thomas Lee of the San Francisco Chronicle says, The Salvation is one of those movies that deservedly and desperately requires a do-over. Unfortunately, what you see is what you get. All right. I'm bored. 
Maybe that's what Arctic's all about. <laughs> yeah. Now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is part of the show I make the guys guess the score of the movie based on his Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Assume uh, critics. Okay. Uh, assuming these critics uh, are familiar with and appreciate the Westerns, I guess they would like it. Maybe. It's got good acting, good sh- good shots, mm-hmm. film wise. Just, <laughs> I mean, the story's all right. It's just too so, so slow. You're trying so hard. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna sixty six. Ooh, hmm, forty seven. This was the critics. Yeah, seventy two percent. Wow, high. It, it, it seemed like this is something that they would enjoy. Cause as, as far as from what the critics' perspective, uh, I don't know. It, it seemed like this, this was felt like it was being important mm-hmm. while dragging its heels. Okay. Now the audience score. There, there are there are people here. There, there what probably how we felt about the movie too. Yeah, I don't know how much of them are going to be in my camp and how many of them are going to be in Hollywood's camp as far as <laughs> I, I wouldn't rate it low, but I definitely wouldn't go higher than a, like a 50. I'm going to I'm going to say 52. Okay. Uh 47. 62%. So it is fresh. Wow. Okay. All right. Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. He's been in a lot of the movies we've done and since we love him we decided to ask what role would Giamatti have had in this movie? The mayor, mayor would be good. Yeah, uh, or the um, the sheriff, not the sheriff. The uh, damn it, the guy that's in the cell watching that ends up getting taken out by the brother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you're ugly and you, your voice is weird. Uh-huh. That could work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want him to be the brother because that's just bad. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where we give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. When demanding justice, Colonel De La Rue cites a tooth for a tooth. This incomplete biblical reference is from the Sermon on the Mount, which actually urges people to turn the other cheek rather than seeking retribution. Yeah. That's the same thing as the eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind. Mm-hmm. The sets were built from the ground in South African locations. A town set burnt down shortly before filming was complete. So they filmed all. So they built that entire town oh. from the, from scratch. I was wondering about that. How do they get those western towns these days? Yeah, they just build them. They can't just all film in Calico. No. <laughs> so this was filmed in South Africa. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for money makes the world go round. I want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year, so we're going to feel financially how well this film held up to its beer to its peers. The budget for this movie, 10.5 million euros or $11.9 million. So $12 million was his budget. I couldn't find a box office, gro- a foreign box office gross. Oh, what? That's weird. I know, right? If it was made, by, made the by the Dutch, yeah, <laughs> Danish Council. <laughs> yeah, but everywhere I looked, I couldn't find a worldwide gross. So you're going to have to go to the domestic one. So this was in theaters? Uh, yes. Well, I guess it would have to be in for a small box office. Run. I never heard or saw previews or anything about this. I know. So let's say uh, eleven million. Let's go. I'll go, I'll go with a uh, eighteen. 
Okay. It's pretty low. Yeah. Then it, but but makes sense. I would go for like 20 tops. Uh, it made $44,903. Oh, wow. Wow. In the U.S. I'm sure it made a lot more overseas. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Ouch. That's mm-hmm. – sucks for meds. This film debuted in 78th place on the weekend of February 27, 2015 with $4,651, which only played in two theaters. So it's opening weekend. Oh. It only played in two theaters, probably New York and L.A. And combined from two theaters, it made $4,651. Yeah, it was a- So let's do the math here. Let's say it is in New York and L.A., right? 4651 divided by, what would you say, $15 a ticket? Sure. That means 310 people saw this wow. movie on its opening weekend. Wow. If that math holds up. Now, the number one movie that week, that week was Focus. That Will Smith heist movie okay. with uh, Harley Quinn. Yeah. That opened to 3,300 theaters. So, so to put it in perspective, this thing only ha- had two theaters that were playing it. Wow. Okay. I'm looking at the timeline here. This came out in the middle of Hannibal being out. Hannibal went from 2013 to 2015. This mm-hmm. came out in 2014. Uh-huh. So th- that must mean he, as soon as he finished filming Hannibal... He had to grow out the beard and the hair and then go shoot this movie. Either uh-huh. that or, it's a pro- or the prosthetic. Prosthetic? Beard. Beard? Yeah. Nah, I don't think so. Come on. It's possible. Nah. But here's the thing, Adam. You believe in robots in the Western, don't you? Huh? Here's the thing, though, about Hannibal, the TV show. It didn't have good ratings, which is why it was canceled. Hannibal, the show, became a big hit after it was canceled because people were watching it on oh, Prime okay. and all this stuff. So nobody was watching it while it was on. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. So it's not like the yeah, star yeah, of Hannibal. Yeah, I wasn't is, watching it yeah. for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah. It's not like the star of Hannibal in yeah. uh, the, the Salvation. Okay. According to Box Office Mojo, this is the 89th highest grossing film in the category Western. Pretty straightforward. 89th. Number one in this category is Dances with Wolves. Oh. So do you want to know what's considered a Western that I know you've seen? Okay. That's on this list. Maverick. Oh, That's okay, a yeah, okay, yeah. I like that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> Back to the Future Part 3 is listed. Yeah. <laughs> it's the 12th highest grossing film. Uh, Shanghai Noon, All right. 15th highest grossing. Uh, what else? What are, like, unconventional westerns? That's on the Jonah Hex that with uh, uh, Josh Brolin, that weird superhero movie. Oh, never that was heard of that. Here. Yeah, it's based on a DC Comics. Well, character. how about uh, Cowboys vs. Aliens? <laughs> Daniel Craig one? <laughs> so, Daniel Craig and Will and Harrison Ford? Tom, Tommy Lee Jones. No, how oh, is Harrison Ford? That's right. They're, about to look, they're trying to look the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hold on, let me look that up. Let me see if they actually categorize, categorize that somewhere. It takes place in a Western. Yeah. It's just aliens invade. The Western. It is the ninth highest grossing Western, according to Box Office. Wow. Okay. Feel better? I forgot about Maverick. Yeah. Maverick's great. Yeah, absolutely. We talked about it like the past couple episodes, even. Throws the Mm. the ace. Mm. It's great. I got to add that to the list. For Annie? Yeah. The Annie list? (laughs) Uh, Finally, The Salvation was the 451st highest grossing film of 2015. (laughs) Number one that year, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Mm. So, based on how much that money <laughs> that made, that leads you to believe there's only 451 films released that year. 
Now there was like 700 films that released that year. Wow. So 300 films did worse than that. Yes. So. Damn. So I go to Box Office Mojo to look this stuff up. All right. So you can actually go by year. They have a, on the call, left column, they have yearly. All right. You just pick the year. So I'll just pick a random year, 2015, for example. The same year as this, right? Okay. In 2015, there was a movie called Confessions of a Child of the Century. It played in one theater, and it grossed $74. <laughs> That's what, four people? So let's say it's maybe five, twelve to fifteen dollars. Me in the middle, thirteen dollars. Yeah. Thirteen into seventy-four is thirteen thirty-six, thirteen twenty-six, thirty-nine yeah, fifty-two, like six, six. So six people paid to see that movie. Wow. So yeah, so there were seven hundred and six movies released that year. So there were like three hundred movies that did worse than that financially. Like the six hundredth highest grossing movie of that year was called One Small Hitch, made seventy-nine hundred dollars. Area 51. Which one? Uh-huh. It's uh, this horror movie. It only made 7500 bucks. Yeah. So where can you watch all these westerns, Adam, that we talked about or buy, buy these westerns? On yeah. TV? If you want to get yourself a cowboy hat, uh, there you you go. head over to Amazon. <clears throat> Before you do that, though, go to our website. Click on the banner. It takes you to Amazon. You do your shopping as normal. doesn't cost you anything extra. But help support the show. Yes. Uh, that's 2015's The Salvation, directed by Christian Levering. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so we're going to help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie go to the top of our list, and we'll watch it before any other requests. Next week, we're watching 2000. That sounds so weird. A movie from the year 2000. 2000. Yeah. That just sounds weird. Next week, we're watching 2000's What Women Want with Mel Gibson. Oh, oh my. Yeah. Is that Helen Hunt, too? Helen Hunt's Helen in it. Helen Hunt. Oh, uh, who wow. else is in that movie? There's, there's, there's quite a few notable people in that movie. That's because What Women Want. Yep. No, the What Men Want. Oh, is, yes. Sorry. That's, what, that's the new one. Sure is. What Women Want with Mel Gibson. So this is back when people liked Mel Gibson. Right. But Mel Gibson's out of Hollywood jail now. Was that right? He's done a few things, so he's he's back. Cool. Alan Alda's in it. All right. Marissa Tomei is Ooh. in What Women Want. Ooh, wee. Nice. Uh, Sarah Paulson, who's the psychiatrist in Glass. Okay. She's in it. Anna Gasteyer. She's uh, from SNL. All right. SNL alumni. She's in it. So there's a lot of, uh, wow, uh, this is a huge female cast. So we always have problems with, like, who's the best supporting actress? Oh, okay. Okay, so. We're going to have a field day with this one. So in the, in, in, the, in the case of this movie, the lead actress is Helen Hunt because she's the, the, the main yes. female. Everyone else is Everyone supporting. else is going to be a supporting. So you can choose Marissa Tomei if you want. You can choose uh, right. everyone else. I'll have to check it out once. Let's see. Yeah, let me watch that one soon. Ashley <laughs> mm, Johnson. Hello. <laughs> so in this one, this is the one where uh, Tom, to where Mel Gibson. <laughs> I think he slips and falls in the shower, and when he wakes up, he can hear what women are thinking. I think it's struck by lightning. Oh no! There's like a. I think he's walking down an alleyway, <laughs> and some something uh, lightning hits a transformer, and it, electricity shoots out. 
Really? I, I think thought so. he slips and falls in the shower. Let me let me read this synopsis real quick. Shoot. I saw this once a long time ago. Yeah, me too. Uh, I feel like I remember Sparks. Maybe that's how he loses it. I think uh, either he gains it or loses it because of electri- electricity something <laughs> happening. Oh, <laughs> you're part right. Am I? Nick falls into his bathtub while holding an electric hairdryer, shocking himself. Oh, okay. So we were both right. Mine was a shower. Yours was an okay. electricity. Then it, somewhere in the in, in an alley, I don't know, he gets shocked again. Oh, that's, how, that's he how he loses it. Okay. Okay. That's right. <laughs> Figured it out. We nailed it, guys. Yeah, so <laughs> so the premise made sure was that Mel Gibson can hear what women are thinking, so he becomes an alpha male douchebag into the nice, like, oh, I'll listen to everything you have to say. I care about your feelings because he can understand what they're thinking. Yeah, turns out you do have good ideas, and I just don't need you for those things. Yeah. So this new movie <laughs> is what men want. Uh, this one, she drinks a potion – from a voodoo priestess or something, and oh, now right. she can listen to hear what men. Uh, I mean, I'm interested want. to see what's going to actually happen. That's going to be an interesting one to do in this day and age. Well, you can't do what women want. Yeah, not what I'm saying. in well, the what, Me Too era. Yeah, but what men want is that because is that going to make women more sympathetic towards men? Like the way this this movie made. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Or is it going to be a whole men bashing thing? Like, oh, yeah, you, this is what they think all the time. Bunch of pigs. Oh, yeah. They could be that. Yeah, it's probably going to be that. Have you seen the trailer for What Men Want? No. It came on for some movie we were watching, and, dude, it's so fucking dumb. Like, once she gets, once she drinks the potion and she hears what men want, she's walking down the street, and this guy's like, ooh, I'll never wax that again. And that's how he delivers the line in his thoughts. Well, all right. It's all, like... 80-yard, like, punch-up jokes. Fantastic. Yeah. What if that's exactly what we're thinking? (laughs) You're like, it's possible. (laughs) I I can't imagine waxing ever. Yeah. Waxing? Yeah. Well, I I, I, I used to have this book. I know we're going to leave right now. Uh, I used to have this book. It was called The Physics of Superheroes. And it was a physicist who explained... If the Flash like really existed, how would his powers work in the real world? Ooh. And he said that the Flash, for example, if he was a real life character, a real life person, he said that he would have to eat like a diet of like a million calories or something. Yep. Because he burns off, he yeah. runs mm-hmm. so fast, something like that. <laughs> Bless you. They actually addressed that in the Flash TV show. Oh, okay. He, he's constantly eating because of the calories he burns. Of, okay. So he they, he mentions mutants and he brings up Professor X. So in the comics and in the movies and in the TV shows, Professor X holds his temple and he's like, let me listen to what he's saying. And it's like, he better not know that Jean Grey is trapped in the vault to the vault. Like it's like that, right? Yeah. But this guy's saying the way the brain functions, if you were to, if you were to listen, you would just hear – and it would all be gibberish because your brain is operating so fast. Yeah, thoughts. yeah. That makes and, sense. Yeah. So like you couldn't just get like what's the password. You would just hear like blue, blue, green, apple. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So – so he can hear clearly what women are saying. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I guess that those I guess that those rules don't apply to that world. Probably because they don't like do the study for that kind of a thing. Or maybe it's a much more sexist movie, and uh, <laughs> we think women think slowly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
time to go. Yep. So until next time, this is Hollywood. Hi, Maestro. I'm Adam. Uh,